What are you waiting for? I want to explain. Explain what? I want to explain that I know what you're feeling. You have no idea what I'm feeling. I watched my daughter Alex die in front of me. And it was my fault. I had a chance to save her. But I chose the island over her. All in the name of Jacob. I sacrificed everything for him. And he didn't even care. Yeah, I stabbed him. I was so angry, confused. I was terrified that I was about to lose the only thing that had ever mattered to me, my power. But the thing that really mattered was already gone. I'm sorry that I killed Jacob. I am. And I do not expect you to forgive me because I can never forgive myself. Then what do you want? Just let me leave. Where will you go? T to Locke. Why? Because he's the only one that'll have me. I'll have you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to NYC Actors Talk Lost. Boom. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Hunter. And this is our last episode of NYC Actors Talk Lost. Why, why, am, I cry why am I crying? <laughs> it's the last one. It's been He's a the only one that'll have me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the last one, Hunter. It's been a ride. It's been a crazy ride. I, I literally just got done with this season. <laughs> and I, to I told you before we started recording, I just got done bawling my eyes out. I did. <laughs> it's such an emotional ride, especially like the last episode, but the whole, the whole show. It's yeah. such an emotional ride. The whole show. The whole show, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> the whole show has been a ride. No, it, it, really, show. It, it really, it really has. And I, and uh, before we get into any of this, I just want to um, say thank you all for for uh, tuning in for uh, for our journey on Lost. And uh, and now we're up to the the big final controversial <laughs> season. <laughs> the big Kahuna. A big Kahuna. <laughs> uh but yeah. you know this is this is the one that a lot of people to this day uh poo poo on um before we jump really get into the thick of it do you see why people poo poo on it i'm gonna get i'm gonna get into it with my thoughts um on the on the season right. so so uh if you're ready hunter i would actually love for you to start uh telling me your thoughts first on season six, okay. the final season of Lost. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Um, it's nowhere near a perfect season. Um, a few false notes, some missteps, uh, and honestly, some confusing parts with the flash sideways. I found myself getting kind of confused. Like when Jack has a kid, I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, however, I think that it wraps, wraps up the show nicely and it is perfectly imperfect uh, of a final season. Um, yeah, those are my Interesting, are my interesting. I, 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 I would have to, well, let me just, yeah, let me, I, I wrote a very small thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, a controversial season. That's actually very good. Uh, though not one of the best seasons of Lost, as you said. It's not perfect. It's not close to being my favorite season of Lost by any means. But, and I wish uh, some of the characters did more. It was still extremely affecting to me. I had more than enough uh, story and character moments to keep me very satisfied. Uh, underrated season. Uh, very moving season. Thank you, Lost. Heart. <laughs> Heart. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad that, uh, that you liked it because um, I, I didn't know that you would. I almost, uh, almost kind of loved it, if I'm being honest. I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not season one, it's not season three, it's not season five, but I probably put season six right under five. Yeah, I think it's the best even-numbered season. Uh, absolutely. It's better than two. It's better than four to mm. me so it's good and, I, and i'm a fan of four yeah but, and you love four. six yeah but six i there's only a few episodes that i was like oh god yeah like, me too yeah yeah and ju just to name it and i will just give a spoiler yeah, yeah. of this is my least favorite episode of possibly the whole show oh shit um, okay uh is across the sea <gasps> it's the i did not like that Okay, I, I had the exact opposite feeling. Okay, okay, really? I, okay. I wrote a little bit because I knew it was such a controversial episode that a lot of people hate, um, which I really liked. So uh, actually, before I get into it, why did you not like the episode? Uh, I, I think that it, it didn't ruin it because I also, in the, in the middle of it, I kind of still watching it, but kind of tuning out because I, I, I didn't want to know that backstory. I didn't. I thought that it was. I thought it would be more powerful if uh, you if it was still like mysterious. If it was still mystified. So interesting, which is the opposite of what people complain about of about the ending of the show that they want answers. Yeah. See, I I think that 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 goes too much into it, and I I didn't want to know. Uh, although some parts interesting and some parts really good in that episode, specifically when uh uh. The man in black kills his brother. Uh, or, mother, uh, mother. Yeah, mother, mother. Mother. Um, <laughs> mother. And then it flashes back to Locke being like, oh, like our own Adam and Eve or whatever. I yeah. really liked uh, the ending of the episode. But yeah, I just thought that it explained something that I really didn't want to know. Interesting. I. That's interesting that that's your complaint, just because I've heard so many people like, oh, like I didn't like the answers, basically, because this is a big answer episode. Mm -hmm. uh, for for a lot of for a lot of things, I would say about like what the island's all about, the light in the island, the men in black, the man in black, mm -hmm. uh, Jacob, Which... and I and I think uh, for me, I really liked it. Um, besides some not so great uh, child acting in the beginning, it's an episode that answers so much in a thought provoking and moving way to me. So we get why the man in black is the way he is. He seemed all evil, and we see now uh, he he wanted answers too like us you know he's just like us he and and jacob uh seemed all good but he's flawed too you know he makes mistakes he didn't really necessarily want to be the protector of the island you know he's not an all-knowing god like we thought he was in season five um and allison janney who plays mother uh warmly uh she plays mother warmly and terrifying uh a great morally ambiguous character to me because she she's not 
a good person necessarily, but she's also not completely evil because she loves her children, but also not really her children because she killed the real mom. So, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and she clearly favored the man in black over Jacob. You know what I mean? It's like all these mm -hmm. interesting moral dilemmas where like she's far from perfect. And I, you could totally see why someone like the man in black would turn evil because of what she did to him. Yeah, I, I, I see all that. I just don't, I think I just wanted that to remain like a mystery. A mystery. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think like even slightly humanizing such, you know, not one note, but so like, you know, all knowing, all knowing, all good or all evil and malicious characters and making them sort of human by the end of that episode. Like you get like, okay, they're not just this way and they're not just that way. They're complex, just like us. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think that, that I, I didn't like that, but I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, cause I look at Jacob and the man in black, like good versus evil, but then it's and it like still is, that, you know, and it still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still good versus evil. That's the, that's the, that's the thing. It could still be good versus evil, but it's not just men in black is completely evil and it's not Jacob is flawless and doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. And I think, I think that's good uh, because you kind of see that the whole cast is like that too. Yeah, exactly. He's they're, they're, those two basically gods of, of people are just like our castaways. And so like, it's not, it's not my top five, but major mm -hmm. props for major props for having a whole episode like this without pretty much any of our main characters for the most part, besides the ending. It's like really bold stuff. And I get yeah, that. I, I get that people don't like that episode. I, I do get it. It's not, it's not like top 10 lost episodes or anything like that, but I do, I really appreciated it. And I, and I felt like when it comes to just like the story they laid out, I was very impressed with it. Yeah. And I think because I love lost, like kind of standalone episodes. I like when they do that here, it just seemed out of place. Um, where they did it too is right, right after I, I, I heard a lot of people complaining oh after the candidate you know after that big episode yeah. like oh have that uh -huh. episode and honestly i think it's more interesting to like see like men the man in black just did like maybe the worst thing ever in the show and now mm -hmm. we're going to humanize him you have to you know what i mean like it's like challenging to to the viewers you know what i mean because if it went the other way it's like yeah i got yeah but but like to pull the rug out under us at least a little bit and be like see look like he wasn't completely evil at, at in the beginning of his life you know what i mean he something happened to him yeah. to get him to the way he is right now like is interesting to me and i and i totally get your criticism i really do but i i found it really bold to be like hey let's look at this guy a little closer yeah maybe i'll have to go back and watch the episode maybe i was just i was so ready after the candidate to see what was going to happen. And you do, you know, right? After in the story. Episode, you know, so it's, yeah, not like, yeah, it's not like yeah. they withhold anything that they, you, you know what I mean? Like you get back to it right after that episode. Yeah, I, I you think get three, I was just, You get three big episodes after that. Very, very true. But I, I think I was just ready for those three. <laughs> okay. Right then. And, okay. And I, maybe that's why I, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what is this? That's fair. That's fair. Um, especially when you're yeah. binging something you're like all right come on come on exactly and maybe like i wouldn't be so mad if i wasn't binging 
you know. Maybe. But maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, let me just start some of my notes here. Uh, so I was yeah. a little, I was a little disappointed in Sawyer and Kate's stories this season. Uh, they had some really good moments. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like their spotlight episodes were nothing to write home about. Uh, there's, there's, uh, spotlight episodes last season were more definitive for their characters in my eyes anyway. So it doesn't really ruin their characters or anything, but you know, they I don't think their episodes were the strongest of, of this season. Yeah, I I don't know. The standalone, like, it's very hard because the, the Flash Sideways, I don't know if I like all of them. Well, I you think know? I think the Flash Sideways are something that I didn't know if I liked or not till the end. And now that I'm, like, thinking about, like, the other episodes, it makes those episodes better, if I'm being honest. The end, the end does. Yeah, I'll like I'll like agree to know to, to know that. Actually, I wrote a whole thing about the sideways because at first I I really liked it just because like ooh it's like season season one versions of these characters again like like what I was trying yeah. to what I was kind of saying before about Lost and like when we were talking about Evil Dead too for example like retconning things like this is the perfect way to have like to reset the characters in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. to have those interesting stories again because they're back to, you know, they're back, uh, re- they're reset again. They're back to square one. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm, I, I just get confused because it is square one. It's just like things are totally different. Well, not you know? the, and it, I, what's interesting is they are because of who they ended up being in, in real life. Oh, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We'll we'll get into it a lot more, but but I think like Jack, especially like his his flash sideways and Ben, especially too, the way the people that they are by the end of the show and in, in like the real world and in, in the in, on the island, perfectly shows like you know who they start out as in the flash sideways. You know, Ben is mm-hmm. more of a more relaxed person. You know, he's not so you know vengeful and hateful anymore. And and Jack, same thing. He's more. You know, he's he's a man of belief. You know, he's he wants to. You know, he believes, as opposed to Locke in the in the Flash Sideways and yeah. in, in the uh, in Purgatory. So it's yeah, we'll get to Locke. Um, but it's just uh, it's it's so interesting. Uh, and uh, sorry, let me just get to my um, yeah. So the season withholds big information, probably the most of any season of the show, I think. Uh, which which is why. I wouldn't mind rewatching this season to just kind of be like, oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I get it. Uh, it actually makes the Flash sideways better, as I said. Uh, so it's so it is the real characters in a purgatory. So they're kind of reset in a lot of ways. It's kind of like Desmond in Flashes Before Your Eyes. It's kind of like they they are themselves, but they don't know everything about what's going on. But they're suspicious. You know what I mean? Like it's them, but like in an interesting mindset. Um, so. Uh, yeah, the real characters are in purgatory, you know, in this purgatory world, um, either growing and or figuring out who they really are. Uh, not all the Flash Sideways are better because of this twist, of course. Um, but knowing the real Locke was actually with us the whole season makes me very happy. Uh, it, it, uh, it kind of pays off that kind of bleakness of, of Locke in the last season for me. It's like, okay, now I get what's going on. Now mm-hmm. I understand what his whole story is about because of this season. Yeah, uh, they totally. Sorry to. No, no, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That. 
they totally um, made his like death better in the ending with uh, that conversation with uh, him and Ben. Yeah. As like they're going up to the church. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. They just did lock so good. I know. I, that, that, and, that's, and that's part of the reason I like this season so much is like, okay, there was a reason for everything going on. Mm-hmm. As Locke would, you know, <laughs> as Locke would say, there's a reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but so that made me very happy. Uh, whatever growth he needed, uh, Locke got it this season, you know, uh, thanks to Jack, which just shows how great these characters are, especially together. Um, yeah. Do you have any notes you want to mention before I continue? Um, I kind of just want to ask you stuff. Because sure, this yeah. season, this season, it does it does really confuse me. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Because originally, when I originally like saw it and ended the show, right, I was like, oh, they were dead the whole time. No. And now I'm like, they're not. What? Yeah. I I don't know. I, th- I this d- season. You no, know, it's interesting. I because after I finished the series, I was reading a lot of reviews and a lot of people talking about the ending, and and the creator Damon Lindelof talking about it too. Um, and everyone thought that everyone was like, "Oh, so they were dead the whole time? What this sucks?" Mm. No, <laughs> you. <laughs> and I've I binged this all like a, w- a week or so ago. Like I mm. I get it. So how do you not get it? Um, no, yeah. the, the stuff on the island happened. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think it's so. The show's so interesting. And also, even if they were dead the whole time, I hate that people would get mad about that. I'm yeah, like, if that was the twist, a, I those were still their, like, souls together. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I still yeah, see, wouldn't that, mind that's it. That's how I... That's... Uh, honestly, that is how I think of it, though. I don't even think of it as, like, on the island, it was reality. It was sort of like... The, it was this reality where, like you know ma- magic is there you know what i mean like people don't like yeah, to accept like, that there's magic on the island but it's true it's a magical island and they went yeah. <laughs> they got on the island and in a ways it's like a purgatory because you can get healed mm-hmm. and all this stuff but it's not it's not purgatory but it's like this purgatory like place so i get why people were like oh is this like are they dead so they're not dead yeah but but once once they die they go to this purgatory place because jack blew up the island i don't know I'm still a little confused about that. I don't know if that's just purgatory itself or if because what happened last season happened because Juliet said her last words were to Sawyer or it was going to be her last words. Like it worked. Yeah. So I don't know. I obviously you think that, Oh, the bomb worked because there's an alternate universe, but it's Mm -hmm. not an alternate universe. It's purgatory. So like, did the bomb create the purgatory? That's what I'm a little confused about. But it, yeah, regard, regardless, I, I do, you know, the, where they went in the flash sideways is, is purgatory. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Um, and with the conversation uh, with Jack and his dad in the church, too, like, when he's all like, those people, like, are dead, and, uh, like, some died before you, some died long after you. And that I th- that really sticks with me and makes me think. I'm like, okay, because what I think is that the island was real. Yeah. But I think, like, I don't know. This is very hard to explain. But I think that 
people died that didn't necessarily like show you that they died on the island you know like they died at different times like if that makes sense like like who uh like obviously shannon dies like the people that died died and i don't know i feel like the plane crash happened and some people lived and some people died and then the rest of it's purgatory i don't know it's it's hard uh, to explain. I don't know. I don't know about that just because I don't I don't know if that's what the show is doing. I just don't know if mm. if that's the case, but so you're trying to say is that it's like the people who no, wait. So the people who died died and what? Yeah, I I don't know. It's it it's my thoughts are very scattered on this just cuz I okay. I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the whole thing is purgatory. And then the flash sideways is just like another purgatory. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I we'll, think we'll, so. we'll we'll discuss about it more later. I, yeah, I, yeah. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep talking along. Uh, there's yeah. a lot. To, there's a lot to discuss. So Jin and Son's spotlight episode was pretty weak, in my opinion. I didn't really care for what was going on in their flash sideways, and I don't think learning what I know now will make that episode any better necessarily. There were some good moments, especially at the end with Jack and Son. I think Jack kind of being like, "Hey." I've basically comforting her. I forget what he says exactly, but I thought that was a nice moment for Jack and son. Mm. Uh, but didn't love that, that episode, probably my, probably the weakest son and Jin episode maybe. Uh, but they made up for it with their reunion and death, which are both, oh. uh, which are both uh, tragic and heartbreaking. Uh, Claire returns. Uh, she, she does good work here. Not the total focus. Uh, she, she doesn't really get a spotlight episode, which is fine. Uh, and she has uh, scary and sweet uh, moments uh, in her performance. Also, uh, her look this season, not going to lie. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, girl, have you been trapped on an island for three years and are hey, crazy? I hey, dig that. Hey, you crazy. I could fix you. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and Miles was like, yeah, Claire's here, still hot. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> still hot, though. Still hot, though. <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> um, uh, so what else? Oh, yeah. Go Hurley! <laughs> he didn't want to be the keeper of the island, but chooses to. Uh, though I didn't love his spotlight episode. I thought it was good, but I didn't love it. Um, he's a great constant presence throughout this season, and he makes everyone's lives so much better. And I love his dynamic with Jack this season. I don't think we got yeah. like we we didn't we don't get a lot of Jack and Hurley. So this season, pairing them up together was a very nice surprise. And it's a and once again, Hurley is a genuinely good person, and he's the perfect successor to Jacob. Hurley, love you, dude. <laughs> do what you do best. Take care of people. Oh, so yeah. Good. Hur Hurley was was great. Uh, this year, the actor that portrays him, Jorge, Jorge Garcia. Garcia, yeah, um, he does great work. Like he's done great work up until this point too. But right. this season, I felt like, oh my gosh, like there's a part where he uh, cried after uh, I think the submarine happened, yeah. and I was like, oh, oh, that was real. That's that was heartbreaking. Real. Heartbreaking. You you just felt like you just lost your best friends like it's just so sad oh i know i know it's so sad and uh, yeah. especially when 
in the finale when they're all in the church too i was like crying and i was like oh my god like this is the end no they're all they're all back (laughs) the band the band the band uh is back together and go boone boone (laughs) (laughs) we love you boone and shannon yeah it's shannon and saeed oh we'd love to see that we love it was a nice surprise i was like yeah that actually i'm I'm fine with that (laughs) i'm I'm fine with that. Also, like how do that. we feel? So, Jack and Kate, it's official. How do we feel? So, I like it. I like it better than, as much as I love Sawyer, I think Sawyer had Juliet, and that was a good character arc for him. I absolutely um, agree. I think in the in, in hindsight, and I think it's what what's so brilliant about Kate and Sawyer is that they're they're probably a little too similar. To each They're other. too similar, and honestly, in my opinion, Kate doesn't deserve Sawyer. <laughs> hot take. Hot That's take. true. That's true. I mean, you know, she she was a little hot and cold with him. She was hot and cold. She like left it like, what? I I forget which season it was, but like she was like just having sex with him to get season back. Season three, yeah. Just, like yeah, and I was like, dude, he loves you. Yeah, come you on. Stone cold bitch. Jeez, Kate. <laughs> Um, but yeah. but I, I, I think Jack and Kate were, uh, I think it worked out in the end. I think it, it worked. I think I, I bought their relationship by the end of the season, especially in the very last episode. And I think what really sold it for me was actually in the, in the, in purgatory when Kate says, I missed you so much. Yes. Oh. That's what sold it for me too. That I was that like, scene. all right for Kate, it's been years yeah because jack dies you know like jack is already in purgatory but kate had to live the rest of her life not with jack you know it's just like she's been waiting so long to meet him again oh that's beautiful i'm gonna cry you know i I just i get it now i just connected the dots i think yeah that's fucking crazy i know it's crazy I know it's Hold so good. It's so Hold good. Hold on, I, you're you're gonna have to talk for a few minutes because I have to I have to sit with that for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I like, think uh, <laughs> uh, Jack is also still great this season. I think he has some of his greatest moments of the show here. Uh, he is a sensitive, good-natured, but stubborn soul, uh, like he was last season in season one. Uh, has besides maybe Sawyer the greatest character arc of the whole show. Uh, for someone who wanted to fix every, everything and make things about him, he was a man of science, uh, to a man of faith who gives Hurley the mantle, who will sacrifice everything for hope, even if it means he doesn't get the girl and dies. Yeah, um, uh, Matthew Fox, uh, just... Yeah, Matthew Fox. I've, I've never seen work. him in anything else. And I oh, think really? I've never seen him in anything else. And I love him in this show. I love Jack. I, 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 I still think, you know, I, I don't know if they use him the best in season two and four, but looking back at season three, I, I was poo pooing on him a little bit too much because of uh, stranger in a strange land. Uh, it's yeah. not his, it's, it's a bad episode, not his fault. Um, it's Matthew I, Fox's fault. I know it. I think through the looking glass more than makes up for his standalone episodes in that season so if i were to give a least favorite for that season again it'd probably be sun like you were saying before um yeah 
But uh, regardless, I think five and six totally made up for whatever uh, qualms I had with the character. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, so Ben and Locke this season, they brought it. Uh, Locke isn't even real Locke, but he's convincing and scary. Uh, never totally evil, but never totally sympathetic either. Uh, ben gets a chance at redemption and takes it, which is really nice to see. Uh, we feel it. We, we, we feel him being torn and him making the right decision uh, leads to great moments. Uh, there, there are alternate, alternate universe counterparts. Their alternate universe counterpart, counterparts are great too, which are really their real selves the whole time. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, got any notes? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll piggyback uh, on what you just said uh, with Ben and Locke. Those moments with both fake Locke and Ben and both real Locke and real Ben uh, (laughs) are out freaking standing. Uh, They really are. And also, okay, question for you. Desmond, kind of like an archangel? Kind of? (laughs) Archangel is in... In in purgatory a little bit. Oh, yeah. So he's the the one who brings them all together. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Desmond's a lot better in this season than last season for sure. Yeah. Oh, last season they like they used him very little. Yeah. I mean, I love that season, but they they kind of dropped the ball on Desmond a little bit. But I'm glad because they because yeah. As as we talked about before, I think his story like, was kind of done. I got to find Penny again. Yeah. It's <laughs> like okay, how do how do we continue Desmond? I think they did the best way by doing that by him going, kind of like flashes before your eyes, going back, and it's sort of him and sort of not him in this purgatory world and so when he comes out of it he everything's clear to him which is really cool um thoughts on michael this season his his little cameo when uh he was speaking to hurley and he's all like if you see libby or noc or whatever oh right michael i was like who (laughs) (laughs) walt all right walt Walt. Um, so uh it was fine um, I don't think it really made up for his character, though. I don't understand it. So he's still a, he's a ghost. You know how like there were whispers on the island. Yeah. So basically, it's it's like ghosts who didn't get uh, like didn't settle their resolved issue unresolved issues. Yeah. So like that's really so sad. that's why there's an epilogue actually, which I don't think you you probably haven't watched, but. Uh, ben, so. ben is in it, or Hurley's in it, and Walt's in it, and it's like a couple minutes long. It's a it's a very short epilogue, just like kind of just like okay, so Hurley's the protector, you know. Ben's kind of uh, his advisor, maybe, or you know, his mm-hmm. second in command. Um, and they go to Walt, and they're like, "Hey, you you are special. Come back to the island. Someone, your father's waiting for you. Something like that." Walt, don't do it. Walt! <laughs> Walt, Walt, but like stay. you know, so that that's I think a way to like kind of neatly tie up like okay, like Walt will meet with Michael. Michael will be let go of, you know, yeah, unresolved issues. But I still, Mike, I, I it it just wasn't properly done. I think that character is probably one of the worst Michael executed yeah. characters in Lost. Yeah, I uh, I liked him in season one, but after that, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, um, I I even liked him in season two, even though he kills uh, my baby uh, Anna Lucia. <laughs> uh, what a f- 
<laughs> you're like well thank, thank you michael God. for that but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh what else what else is there desmond michael oh, uh, oh uh, richard's episode is solid and moving oh it didn't make my top five but i wanted to shout out that episode because i liked it a lot Lo- see that that's an episode unlike my opinions on across the sea i'm like oh i really like that we got to see richard because he's always just just been like a very mysterious character that i think i i really liked and wanted to know more of so i'm happy that they that they did yeah and they and they you know they they got him to be you know they made him sympathetic and he has a relationship that almost in only in one episode like kind of rivals almost any of the relationships in the show yeah almost i mean like it's only an episode but still like i was like that scene like that end the ending scene when they when you know they're so close to each other but he doesn't know it like it's so Uh like oh my god and he like i think he feels her there yeah Um, something like like something's up like he he almost kind of knows you know it's it's so good yeah and And hurley's there like being a king sorry yeah yeah he kisses yeah (laughs) and 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 hurley's like this is so weird. <laughs> My <laughs> life is so weird. <laughs> but also, oh man, it, and also it totally makes sense that Hurley's like was the the keeper yeah, of the island. Of course. Totally yeah, when Jack sense. when Jack apparently got it, I was like if they keep it as him, that's going to be very disappointing. I was like well, like like what Fake Lock says, you're kind of the obvious choice, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> like you're kind of the obvious choice. Uh, so I'm glad they commented on that and then they actually, the actual plan was obviously for Jack to have that mm-hmm. wonderful moment with Hurley, um, in the last episode. Uh, okay. What else? Uh, I'm almost there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I already said that every villain in the show, even the man in black doesn't completely know what they're doing. I think that's a very, <laughs> I think that's a very human and comforting thought. <laughs> yeah that is so true even he's kind of like at the end kind of like i don't know fuck how am i gonna get off this island uh uh, uh. <laughs> you know like he's like there's I no think... master there's no master plan no one knows everything no one has all the answers like in real life which is like in real life everybody's just kind of like yeah i'll do this i guess see if it works out <laughs> and and finally <laughs> Uh, in my notes. So the ending is good. Uh, underrated ending that I don't get why people hate. Uh, well, I do a little bit. Uh, they they wanted all the answers. But what Jack learns is what we should learn. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to jump in and accept you know nothing and jump in anyway. I, I, yeah. jumped, I jumped into the show. I jumped in with a leap of faith and I was rewarded. A uh, solid ending to what was always important to the show, the characters and their relationships. On that front, it works very, very well. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why people want to know everything about <laughs> yeah. the show. And even in general, but like about the show, I don't get what people want to know. You want to know everything? You want me to spell it out for you? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, man, do a little bit of thinking yeah how about you think for yourself and be like okay i can infer that yeah yeah, there was an island and it's magical and people have been on it for years (laughs) but wait how did mother how was mother born she had a fucking mom like okay let's move on 
<laughs> she had a mom. You'd like you have a mom. Okay, let's get to the real stuff. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like yeah. the it's like the Sopranos ending. I won't get get into it because I I know you haven't watched the show yet. But I but the well, same, I I know the how it same ends. thing. Everyone knows how it ends. Um, yeah. But you know, the, everyone complained about the ending, and I'm like, it's brilliant. Yeah, I. I haven't seen that show, but I know how it ends. But just and it's just like, what is wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You want to know everything? <laughs> I don't. Again, I just don't understand that. Yeah. So I'm I'm so glad I watched the show because it has a good ending. Good. And, and even really and even if it didn't, and even if it didn't, I I would think it's it would be worth it. Because it it technically like it doesn't matter because yeah. it's about it really is about the people and it's yeah. about the ride. Right, and it was and a wild ride. Even if it ended terribly, I still would be like, "Great show." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, so, so uh, is, is that? Uh, do you have any more notes before we move on, Hunter? Um, I don't think so. I kind of got to all my questions that I wanted to ask you. MVP time, <laughs> uh, Hunter. Who is your MVP? All right, all right. Who do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to take a leap of faith. All right. So Josh Holloway as Sawyer is one of my favorite characters and performances in television of all time. Uh, from this season, he was conning the man, the basically, I'll just call him the devil. Like he was conning the devil. He, when people asked him like, why are you doing this? He's like, I'm not doing that for nobody. I'm not doing that. And it's all like, what? His performance in this whole season is amazing. However, Michael Emerson as Benjamin Linus is my MVP, baby. I Come on knew it. now. I knew you were going to do like a different thing. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. This is going too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. You got me. You got me though. Mike, dude, he's a freaking force of nature. He's in in the whole show too. Like he had me hating. I hated him. Yeah, I was like, ooh, he's oh, he's freaking gross. Like I don't like him. And then it's like, hey, uh, can you marry Rousseau and and be my dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that he's just amazing. And all of the stuff that I was talking about, like the false notes and the missteps of like this season. I don't see a false note anywhere in his performance. Nope. He's absolutely perfect. And I, I wish that I could be like, Oh, well, there's something here. That's not very good. But in the scene that you picked, he's that's the scene that kind of uh, put it in place for me. Yep. Um, however, Sawyer, Josh Holloway is a close second. Um, and what almost won it for him was that scene, uh, where um in the ending with him and juliet when they meet each oh, other in the end yeah yeah oh he he moved me he moved me uh but michael emerson is benjamin linus nicholas yes your who do, you think, who do you think who do you think who do you think oh i i it's either the same as mine but i'm gonna take a leap of faith and i'm gonna go terry o'quinn lock Michael no, Emerson. it's Jack. Oh, Mike, it, it is. Wait, Michael shut Emerson. the fuck up. I'm trying to say it. <laughs> Michael Emerson as Benjamin Linus. Uh, he he has grown. He has naturally grown so much. Maybe the most natural character arc of the show. 
where it's not it's not a big of a jump as Jack or Sawyer, but I think where he ends up is so natural and so complete in its own way, even though it's not like totally complete. I like that it's not totally complete. In other words, um, Emerson convinces you in various moments and completely sells me that he is someone to root for. A terrible man turned less terrible and very sympathetic. Uh, what's most important about his arc is that he doesn't move on at the end with the rest of them. He still has growing to do. He's not ready and he knows it. Very important moment to show he's grown, but it's not gonna be fast for him. It's not gonna be easy. Ben needs more growth that we'll never see. We can guess someday Ben will be ready and we're, we're left with a more realistic but still hopeful note for his character and mostly on my MVP because he convinced me so much that he's trying to be good and that it's not easy and that and his turn to being to wanting to be a good person feels extremely earned you feel it a close second and third go to Locke by Terry O'Quinn real and fake and Matthew Fox as Jack Shepard all three bring it and make this season as good as it is so yeah yeah, um, it's interesting. Oddly enough, Benjamin Linus is one of the most relatable character arcs, I feel yeah. like. He's petty, um, he's selfish, he does everything for himself, kind of like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, very, very, very true. Um, and again, that scene where he's like, no, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm going in. I think I'm going to stay here for a while or something like that. I was like, damn, that's... That's so real. It's poignant, so, you know, because everyone else yeah. is in there. You know, they're celebrating, they're moving on. But then we cut back to Ben, and he's just there, sitting there, waiting. Yeah, and uh, his apology to Locke too. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Good. He's like, I'm really sorry. Like I was selfish. I want. I wanted what you had. What did I have? And Locke forgives Special. him. Locke yeah. forget. Locke forgives him. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, and then. His conversation with uh, Hurley, too, was great. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's on the island and, and in purgatory when, oh, it's so beautiful. Hurley's like, what is it? Like, you're the best number two and you're the best number one. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, fuck. It's so good. <laughs> I, know. I was literally like weepy the fucking whole time. It was just so good. Um, I'm weepy now right now. Uh, so, yeah, that's my that's my MVP. Ben Ben is Ben slowly became one of my absolute favorite characters of the entire show. Um, what a what a journey, especially for him. I think it, it's just so important and so good. Uh, who's your yeah. least favorite? Who's your least favorite this season, Hunter? Claire, dude. Claire. Claire. I don't still, know. Still if... hot. Still hot though. Claire, still hot though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. I found her very annoying and I was like, I forgot about you. <laughs> I forgot about you. And you know what? I didn't need you here. I didn't need you. You were just kind of there for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Bad yeah, yeah. Enough. Blah. Uh, <laughs> actually it, this might shock you son. Uh, not bad, but she didn't have a lot of great moments this time, at least with Claire. And I knew you, I know I wrote, I wrote this knowing that you would probably put Claire in your least. Yeah, I know. <laughs> at least with Claire, at least with Claire, we found out some new things about her. It was pretty much the same with Sun. 
Uh, her death was heartbreaking and a few precious moments with Jin are great. But besides that, she is by far the weak link in my eyes. I Alana? Iana? Alana, I think. Alana uh, was close, but, but her scene with Ben was so good that like I couldn't, I couldn't put her on my least fave. Yeah, I thought she was, I thought she was interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, she wasn't, she wasn't bad, but she, she was like, she was okay. Oh, did, uh, did she move on? Was she I don't in the know. church? I don't know. I don't know either. Who, who, would, who would she move on with? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the whole point yeah. of moving on is you have to have someone else with you to move on with. Yeah. So if you got um, no one. She got nobody. Um, which also just plays into the fact of togetherness, which I love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a, was Ben also your favorite character too? I would say as so, well yeah. I, I, yeah. I think usually when I do MVP, it's also like not only my favorite performance, but usually my favorite character too. Yeah, I'd have to say my, my favorite character this season was Jack. Uh, and I, th I think I put him as that because he was also very close um, yeah. MVP. I just, yeah. I really liked Matthew Fox's performance and I really liked Jack where his character went. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so acting that stuck out to you, Hunter? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go one of the scenes with Hurley. Um, in the end? Yeah. Uh, where, no, no, uh, I forget which episode it was. Uh, it was right after the submarine where he starts to cry. Yeah. I thought that was, that was a really powerful and it wasn't like, they didn't necessarily like really focus on it too. No, like because it right, it was like maybe thirty seconds, but those thirty seconds though, oof. Yeah, and I, I it kind of just happened, and it was like, oh, oh crap, <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Sawyer in that scene with Juliet, I thought was um, amazing. Uh, yeah, I think those two are the are the guys. Those two are the guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there were so many good moments this yeah. season that it was hard to pick, but I think w when it comes to just like a scene, I, I have to give it to Locke and Jack's last scene in The Candidate. Uh, a scene that plays even better knowing that it's the real Jack and Locke in Purgatory reaching out to each other, but it's just not quite working. <laughs> uh, Locke being so vulnerable talking about his dad is heartbreaking, but also but also Locke being so untrusting to Jack is so interesting to me. Jack trying to get through to him and wanting him to believe is also incredibly different for his character. Their dynamic in that scene has to their dynamic in general, this whole season in the, in purgatory has totally changed, um, which is super interesting to me. It just shows how much they've grown and how much they still need to get through to each other unconsciously. Like, of course, they're talking about something else, but really looking back, it's like, hey, it's me, it's Jack. I wish you believed me. You know, like when he says that, I'm like, ooh, fuck. They know something, like they, they're on the cusp of knowing mm -hmm. what the hell's going on, but they're just not there yet. And I think that's even more interesting than them figuring it out. Like the moment you think they almost got it and they don't, oh, heartbreaking. Um, Perfect capper to a, a perfect scene in my eyes. Props to Quinn and Fox for, for, for a wonderful scene. Yeah, um, that brings up another scene in the, the end where after Locke uh, has surgery. 
uh, right and really oh, great scene and too. brilliant like the reason he remembers is when his feet are you know when he can feel yeah. his, when he can when he can feel his feet again and his and then it like cuts to him feeling his feet on the thing and then it cuts to like his smiling and i was like <laughs> <laughs> oh forget it dude I, I lost it when he was telling jack like i wish uh what is it like i wish you i wish uh, someone did to you what you just did to me and he gives the biggest smile maybe of the whole show and it's the best fucking moment ever <laughs> yeah oh gosh so oh man such good such good acting moments in this whole show man yeah absolutely like, brilliant and hey why aren't they all nominated nominated for awards all of them come on maybe not all of them but you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you're not claire <laughs> not claire or son <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh but yeah there's so many good moments and i'm glad i'm glad we're yeah. both i'm glad we're both sharing our favorite moments right now i think it's mm -hmm. it's just like it's such a yeah it's great it's like uh, it's like yeah. we're in purgatory and we're figuring it out <laughs> we're, <laughs> and we're talking about our favorite we're figuring it out together, Hunter. We're figuring out figuring who we are, out. you know, together. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, boom. Boom. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. <laughs> I, that's how I know you. Oh. I know you from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just cut to, to Purgatory, but it's the, it's the cast of Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know that's a show oh. we, we did together um yeah <laughs> that's fucking amazing Imagine. that's amazing that'd be so funny yeah and, and brianna's uh. there just like see guys we we have to be together and that's we why i brought together. you all here because we need to be together <laughs> oh god and scott chug -a -chug -a -chug -a -chug -a it's a train where we're <laughs> hopping on the train and we're going to heaven oh my Oh, dude, that's actually really beautiful. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Oh, I'm going to cry. Okay, uh, Hunter, top five episodes. What is your number five? Let's go. All right, so I have no idea how to pronounce this. Aterno? Richard's episode. <laughs> Richard's episode. Uh, that it, I, We talked a little bit about it, but it's such a good uh, flashback for Richard. And how like he came in on the on the Black Rock, uh, which I totally like. I I think I texted you while watching it. And I was like, I totally forgot about this. Um, and just seeing how he came as like a slave over on the island, and just seeing his whole backstory was amazing. And I cannot remember for the life of me who plays Richard, but props, my dude, because yeah, major you, props. You you led an entire episode without like leading one before. You know what I mean? And I thought that that was really brilliant. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I've seen him before in a couple of things. Uh, he, he, I think he, he was in the dark Knight. He, he's like the mayor, I think. Um, in the dark. Oh, really? Knight. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know I'm best from uh, Bates motel. I don't know if you've seen that show, which actually no. Carlton, uh, Cuse, uh, co-creator of lost, uh, created that show as well. Um, oh, and really? that's probably why he's in that show because connections to mm. lost, but yeah, he's he's like the sheriff, I believe. I um in 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 the Bates Motel show. So yeah, he's very good in that too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I had not seen him in anything else uh, besides Lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number five. I really liked that episode. Great. Uh, my number five, the substitute. <laughs> 
Locke learns to be himself. All it took was death. Uh, an episode that works even uh, better knowing what comes later. Locke in Purgatory has to learn who he really is. Scenes with Helen and Rose convince him who he really is instead of living in the past and accepting his gifts. Um, not being a construction worker, manly man, whatever toxic thought or toxic thoughts he has about what, um, what kind of man he should be. He is a teacher to help the next generation. Double entendre, think about it. That's his purpose. Unconsciously learns that in the, learns that in the actual context of the show too. So Locke was meant to help Jack and the others believe so that they can live, they can learn, they can grow. Uh, even if that meant he had to die to get that across, he did it. And uh, it's a wonderful love letter to Locke and a, and a creepy but understandable display of, of the fake Locke uh, convincing Sawyer to leave the island with him. It's a mundane life for fake Locke and he needs others to get what he wants. Guess we all need people too, just like the men in black. Locke, there are some things you can't do and that's okay. So that's my number five. Yeah, such a such great episode. Not in my top five, but almost made it in. Uh, really, yeah. What I, yeah, great episode. Yeah. Uh, your number four. My number four. It's the end. Uh, I, I did. I this. The end, baby. This, I think this is one of my first times at the end, or that the either isn't number one or isn't like top three. Or something like that, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, but I really loved uh, this episode. I didn't love all of it, but the the ending makes it for me. Uh, the conversation with Jack and his dad uh, is just one of the most beautiful and needed conversations in this show. Uh, and that's literally, I could just put the end, the conversation with Jack and his dad. Uh, that, that's what made me put it, uh, that's what made it, uh, in my top five. Um, and as well as all the conversations with just Ben and Hurley, Ben and Locke, like we talked about. Yeah. Um, there's, just there, there's just so many important, uh, uh, conversations between characters in this episode. Yeah. That I feel like we needed to hear, um, and just a beautifully written episode. Uh, but yeah, the end. Cool. Uh, my number four, happily ever after. Uh, Desmond learns Penny will always be there. Now he knows what to do. So this is one of my favorite Desmond episodes. Um, maybe I, I might even like it better than the constant hot take. Um, I might. Uh, so what I that's what a I lo- big statement. I know. <laughs> uh, what I loved about flashes before your eyes. In a, in a weirder situation. So Desmond is in an alternate universe, which we learn is purgatory, uh, where he knows and doesn't know what's going on. So moments with Charlie are warm, but also weird. It's like, wait a minute, deja vu. Uh, how does Charlie know what has happened in the real timeline? Shocking, uh, when he shows him his palm mirroring Charlie's famous, not Penny's boat moment. Uh, Desmond interacts with Eloise, who knows what's going on, which is interesting, uh, and Faraday in key and poignant moments where he figures out what what he needs, and, and he figures out he needs to meet Penny uh, for everything to make sense. Um, maybe Penny is just an idea, 
Desmond can't believe it until he believes uh, himself. Without a hint of cowardice, he meets Penny. And because he's her constant, it works. He doesn't need Whitmore. He doesn't need anyone else, just Penny. With that, everything is clear before and after his death. It's going to be okay. Great stuff. Loved it. Yeah, really interesting uh, the fact that Charlie knows, right? And he's yeah. still like drinking and he's still like doing drugs. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's really, really sad. Yeah. But I, th- I yeah, sad. Well, when you revert <laughs> back to square one, he's going to take drugs again. You know, it's, it's sad. Yeah, I know. But he's been there for so long. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. He has been there for so long. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, but I guess I guess he was he was waiting for Claire. Right, because he talks about yeah. met this blonde or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, great, great episode. Also not in my top five, but it is my number six. Um, I can't believe it's not in your top five. I really thought it would be I'm, because you're such a Desmond fan. Yeah. Uh oh. You I'm put Jughead boy. ahead of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Jughead's like the worst I, Desmond episode in my eyes. So I, can't... <laughs> I I liked a lot of this season though. I did. There was That's only true. two episodes that I was like, meh, whatever. Um, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> come on, my babies. My number three. It's recon. You can't you can't leave oh, Sawyer out. Fucking la- Sawyer's last episode, baby. You can't leave Sawyer when he's a cop with Miles, dude. I want their own show. Spinoff? I, want... I smell a spinoff. I smell a spinoff. And uh, uh, Sawyer's moments with Kate in this episode are pretty great, too. Like when, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really love this episode. And I want, it made me, I love the lost episodes that make me want spinoffs. Uh, and this was, this was one of them. Uh, and I'm such a, huge Sawyer boy right uh soy that boy. I couldn't, you, soy I couldn't, boy you would say I <laughs> so I'm a soy boy <laughs> soy boy soy boy uh that I I couldn't leave it off my list yeah um and I I just really enjoyed seeing him as a detective because I feel like hey, hey yeah you're right you'd be so good at that uh and also I love the the uh the title too I think that's really funny <laughs> <laughs> recon yeah recon uh but yeah that's my number three awesome Nicholas. my number three is the candidate a dark episode that makes you feel hopeless so these characters will never get better right so it's really the, the last 15 minutes for me but the whole episode is dark uh the beginning brilliantly sets up fake lock doing arguably the worst thing someone has ever done to our castaways in the entire show Jack and Locke's final spotlight episode, and it's wonderful. We see Jack wanting to help Locke believe and Locke not wanting to take that leap of faith. Uh, he still hates himself too much to accept a shot at walking again, which is very interesting that even, even in this purgatory, he still hates himself a little bit too much, this Locke. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, they tragically don't reach each other at all. Uh, Jack in the boat feels like they're going to be okay. Sawyer doesn't believe Jack. Uh, it's just no one's trusting each other. No one believes in each other. It's just really sad to see. So Jin and Sun, probably the, probably the only, only examples of people who do believe each other till the very end. Uh, Jin and Sun not wanting to leave each other, no matter what, is a beautiful and tragic moment. Saeed's sacrifice is noble too, and his last line is great because it's going to be you, Jack. Um, 
Our remaining castaways are left broken and in tears as we see Jack losing it. He's lost. Uh, that's a double entendre right there. Boom. Um, boom. Uh, and they, they have all lost. Is this it? So yeah, that's my number three. Yeah, what a great and a good, not great, but good redemption for Saeed. Yeah, I, I feel like his redemption was maybe a tad rushed, if I'm being honest. But I, but I, I still, I still enjoyed the moment, and I think the ending, uh, uh, did did enough for me to be like, okay, Saeed, like you, you're, I, I feel that ending for his arc. Yeah, such a great death too. Yeah, uh, but all of all the deaths in that episode are are very well earned right and you think and you think lapidus is dead too but he's not but you think he might be dead too <laughs> i forgot about that dude when i was watching it i literally because the episode i think opens with lapidus or something like that when you first see him and i freaking laughed my ass off i was like i forgot about lapidus <laughs> lapidus! Uh, lapidus i started laughing so hard yeah come over here with your big eyebrows come over here <laughs> looking like you just got out of a burt reynolds movie <laughs> <laughs> we got just jeff bridges looking ass <laughs> uh yeah great episode uh my number two Dr. Linus. Hey, uh, Dr. Linus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it already, yeah, but great episode. A, a great Ben episode and great conversations with Ben and Locke and seeing uh, Ben and his daughter uh, back together yeah. again uh, in a cool way. was really yeah. a beautiful thing. Um and yeah, that's all because we kind of got into it. Uh, but don't yeah, worry. Dr. Don't worry. Linus. I'm going to help you out because it's also my number yeah. two. Um, I knew it. Dr. Linus is my number two. So the episode sold me. Ben Linus can be redeemed. So uh, yeah, this is a wonderful story for Ben uh, before and after death. Uh, shows how much he's grown and how much he just needs someone to believe in him. Uh, he's believed for a while. Fake Lock uh, is the only one. Uh, uh, that you know believes in him that he can follow but maybe it just takes one person one person to believe that he can do good uh, Ben and Purgatory is the real meat of the episode where we see Ben make a choice in an interesting dilemma and makes the right one makes the right choice he wanted to help the next generation and his choice made sure of that uh, his scenes with Alex are amazing and the ending is one of the best the series has ever produced. Yeah, a fan fantastic episode. Fantastic. Um, uh, just that moment, especially where like, you know, he's like, you know, he makes that deal with the principal or whatever. Like, okay, fine. Go ahead. Just don't, mm -hmm. you know, just recommend, uh, you know, the college for, for her. That's all I want, you know, for her to yeah. be okay. And, and then uh, Arts being the fucking buffoon that he is, is like, hey, how about my parking spot? And Ben goes, you can have mine. Yeah. Fucking arts. Fucking arts. Oh, also, can I just say, so disrespectful to uh, Alana's character that she went out kind of the same way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she How just fucking blows it. up like yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty, pr it was very shocking, but uh, yeah, pissed me off because I was like, like arts, really? <laughs> just like <laughs> arts. Same way that just like arts. Come on, man. She's better than that. <laughs> God damn it. History's uh, repeating itself. 
Also, question. Do you think that Ben is waiting for uh, Rousseau to move on? That's interesting that you say that. And I think you can, you're inclined to maybe think that a little bit because I don't have that episode on here, but I think the third to last episode, what they died for, um, kind of also a a great Ben showcase, by the way. I think like his moments are so good in that episode too. It It was just close to being my number five. Um, where Rousseau, yeah, they have that interaction and you're like, ooh, are they like, are they meant to be? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting. And I, yeah, I just think like, you know, he's, Ben is in that universe is rewarded for his good deed and he didn't expect a reward, which I think I really like. I think I like Dr. Bennis, Dr. Bennis, uh, Dr. Linus, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Anus more. Dr. Bennis. <laughs> uh, Dr. Linus more because like, you know, he just does the right thing without any reward. But I, I do like that he's rewarded be, at the end, even though he didn't want wanted or didn't expect it like i thought i thought it was a very nice moment just to be like hey like she you know that that little girl she loves you you know what i mean like it's great yeah yeah and yeah when she was all like father figure and stuff like that i thought that that was really beautiful yeah um we've come to To number one numero uno Hunter, what do you think? You're uh, not going to get it. I don't. What do you think? I don't know anymore because uh, Dr. Linus, I thought might have been your one. Uh, Recon, Happily Ever After, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to take a leap of faith. What is it? Everybody loves Hugo. Oh, shit. Okay. I know, and I know that you didn't really like this episode. I, I liked uh, it. I liked it, but I, I, yeah, tell me why you loved it. Dude, seeing him and Libby again and Hurley start to figure it out, and Libby already knows, I thought that it was just so beautiful. And especially the scene when uh, he's talking to Libby's grave, too, on the island. Um, I thought, I just, I really liked seeing it um, and seeing Libby and Hurley's first date go oh, as planned right they they, uh, they 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 date uh they're, they're on they're doing that picnic yeah they're doing that picnic and i thought that that was really beautiful and then they kiss and then they he sees it and i just thought that that was perfect uh and just seeing somebody love hugo you know what i mean oh. i just thought i just thought that episode was really beautiful and it was a good it wasn't the end to Hurley's arc by any means, but it was, I don't know. It was just nice to see Hurley get like romantic and kind of meet his soulmate. Yeah. Um, Cause they are soulmates. Cause his soulmate, yeah. cause his soulmate died too soon. <sighs> Michael. Uh, but yeah. Fucking Michael. So that fucking Michael. Uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my number one. A right, beautiful, good choice. just good. a beautiful episode. I thought. Yeah, great choice, man. That was un- unexpected, but I, I, I welcome it wholeheartedly. <laughs> so you probably, you can probably guess what, what my number one is. Uh, I don't even know. What have you said? Uh, number five, the substitute. Number four. Oh, the end. Up. Is it the end? The end. Yes. Uh, Lost's character reunions are w- when the show is at its best. Now imagine a whole episode about that. So a triumph in storytelling and payoff, a great final twist and a wonderful 
and wonderful emotional moment after wonderful emotional moment. Uh, everyone gets a great moment here. Special shout out to Hurley's final moments with Ben and Jack, Locke and Jack's moment in the hospital, Charlie and Claire's reunion, Locke and Ben's last scene. Uh, just like Locke, Locke just like getting out of that wheelchair in front of Ben is just like inspiring, if I'm being honest, inspiring stuff. Um, uh, what uh, a Sawyer reuniting with Juliet. It might be the best moment of the whole episode. Um, mm. After so long, they, they finally reunite. And, and and Charlie and Claire too. It's like, it's been so long, I'm sure for Claire, you know, it's just like, oh, finally you're, you're back. You're with me again. It's just so beautiful. It's one of the, it's one of the best episodes of the series in my eyes because it, it has made me happy and proud to have watched this show from beginning to the end. <gasps> I really like how this, it plays with soulmates too. Yeah. Show. Um, specifically you can't, you can't, episode. you can't move on alone. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Redemption can happen. We see that in this episode. You need each other togetherness. Boom. That's number two, three, uh, choices. You know, Jack wanted to help Locke and he did it. That's his choice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like mm -hmm. what, what I told you about before with like Charlie's death, like ticking every uh, box for lost. I think this whole episode kind of does that for me. It's just like, everything is just perfectly in place. Now is, is the episode itself like the most perfect uh, episode of television ever? No, but it doesn't have to be because it, it, this, the moments are so strong probably the most I've cried in any episode of Lost, if I'm being honest. Mm. Uh, it's just a fantastic episode. Yeah. And just because you may die alone, you still live together and you move on together. Yeah. Good stuff. It's Good great. Stuff. So uh, uh, Hunter, rank all the episodes and then your rating, and then we can go on to the, the whole series uh, review. <laughs> all right. So we got Everybody Loves Hugo, Dr. Linus, Recon, The End, uh, Richard's episode. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, uh, what else did I have? Uh, Happily Ever After, uh, The Substitute, Lighthouse, What Kate Does, uh, The Last, Recru Last Recruit, uh, The Candidate, Sundown, The Package, What They Died For, The LAX Part 1 and 2, and Across the Sea. Good stuff. And what would be your rating? Uh, I'd have to... Whew. So I've struggled with this. I think I'm going to have to give it a solid nine. Uh, yeah. Yep. Nine. Yeah. I was struggling. I was struggling with it too. I was going back and forth with eight or nine because it's not perfect by any means, but it's also, it's also the moments are just so strong and some of the best of the series that I, I think I, I'll have to give it a very subjective nine out of 10. Yeah. I, I agree. All right. So do you want to get into the whole yes. show? Let's get into the entire series of Lost. This shouldn't take too long because we're just, yeah, we're just simply saying what's our, what's our favorite uh, performances and favorite episodes. So let's just kind of, let's do characters first, I think. Um, so I, okay. I'll start, I'll start with an, uh, a couple of honorable mentions because it was very hard because obviously there's so many good characters on the show. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, honorable mentions go to 
Mr. Echo, uh, Saeed, and Desmond. Those three characters um, uh, couldn't quite make my top five characters of all time, but they're also just like underrated and, and they have some great moments and great episodes. And I think, you know, I don't think they get, especially a Saeed, uh, they don't get talked a lot uh, as much as the other characters. So I wanted to mention them and say uh, that I really like their characters too. And I thought they were great. Yeah. Um, I have some honorable mentions too. Yeah. Uh, I like to throw out again, Saeed, Desmond, and uh, Kate. And you know what? I'll throw I'll throw in Miles too. I really liked I really like Miles. Yeah, I like Miles. Um, but those are those are my those are my guys that didn't quite make the cut. Cool. Um, so yeah, my uh, my number five uh, be- number five favorite character slash performance uh, Matthew Fox as Jack. So I think. Um, besides some stumbles here and there, I thought his moments were some of the best in the entire show. Uh, Matthew Fox brings it. I think he, he play he always plays Jack wonderfully. I think he has a, a very defining character arc and very defining moments with other characters. I think like he is the main character and especially by the last two seasons, it's, it's, it's so clear that like, it's about Jack and what he has to learn. It's not that what he has to learn is it's not about him. And you know what I mean? So it's an interesting thing to have your main character kind of learn i i don't think i don't think a lot of shows or movies or or anything uh any kind of media really does that makes the the main character the most important character of the show learn that they're not the most important thing in the universe Mm -hmm. i think is really unique but besides even that i think his performance always even in episodes i didn't quite love i i thought his performance was always so good and i always thought he was so uh, sympathetic and so it made me just weepy you know just like his story about his father and how you know he had a bad father um and how, how he has to kind of learn the good things that came out of that relationship and what to not bring into his life that was bad from that relationship so that the cycle stops uh is is very inspiring and 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 also very uh, heartwarming because by the end, you know, especially by the end of the show, he embraces his father again. Like he talks to his father and it's not like, I hate you. You know, it's like, hey, I love you. Mm. I love you, dad. It's great. Uh, so Jack is my number five. Yeah, uh, Jack is also my number five. Um, while he didn't win any of my MVP awards that I was given out, um, I thought that he was very, he was very, once he got, once Matthew Fox got a hold of his character, I felt like he really shined and was really consistent. But I, I do think it took him uh, a few seasons. I think by the time like season four came around, he had like a really good grip on it. Um, but that's why he's my number five, I think, because all, all the rest of my top five performances got it sooner right i think yeah i see what you mean um but yeah i'll i i agree with everything most everything you said though um yeah, yeah. he had some really good moments that made me tear up um and yeah good performance all right uh thank you matthew fox <laughs> uh number my number four hurley 
never got into my MVP either any season, but he, he was so good. Probably the entire show. I, I don't think there was ever a, a bad moment for him. I, I, I think some of his later episodes weren't as good as some of his earlier episodes, but I think throughout the whole show, he, he might he might be the most consistent, maybe. Um, if he's not, he's at least up there. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, it's such a, I, I'm always surprised by how kind of untropey this show is because any other show would have this big fat guy, lovable fat guy be kind of just the butt of the joke. Like, hey, you're fat. Eh, you're, you like eating, you're selfish, you're this, you're that. Like you're all like the worst things in a human being. But instead he's the best. Uh, he's, he has the best qualities of a human being. He's, he's probably the only like straightforward good person in the entire show. He's never made anything, any huge mistakes that either were accidents or, you know, or, you know, he didn't mean, you know, he's, he was always throughout his whole life, a good natured guy. And I think that's really rare because a lot of shows would just have him be kind of obnoxious and just kind of be a jerk or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, he's such a, that's the big thing I love about him. He's, he's not a joke. He's funny. He's the comic relief, but he's not the joke. He makes jokes. He's the Mm -hmm. light. He's the light of the island in a lot of ways, even though there's a, there's literally light in the island, but you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but he, you know what I mean? He, he's just so sympathetic. He's so rootable from beginning to end. So I love Hurley. Who doesn't though? <laughs> Very true. Right, yeah. Hunter? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love your, Hurley. Who's your, who's your number four? Uh, my number f- <laughs> my number four <laughs> my number four <laughs> my number four is uh uh Daniel Faraday. Ooh, uh, interesting played choice. Won- played wonderfully by uh, Jeremy Davies, one of my favorite lost characters of all time. Um, I enjoyed every single time that he was on screen, and I found him so interesting. And I don't think I would have found his character interesting had not. Uh, Jeremy Davies played him. Uh, I have not seen this guy anywhere else, um, but it this show makes me want to like look him up and see if he's done anything else that's remarkable. Yeah, like to be um, honest, like that's most of the cast for me. I'm like, I've never seen you guys in anything else. Yeah, <laughs> even though <laughs> yeah, they have I've done seen... stuff, I just haven't seen any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, they never went to went on to become like stars you know what yeah. I mean? besides um the closest being evangeline lily but that's about it yeah um yeah uh daniel Farad, he was very very interesting character and like i said because of jeremy davies right so he's he's my number four cool uh my number three ben uh so ben is one of the best characters um maybe maybe one of my best my, one of my favorite characters of any tv show he's just so just like to remember where he started out as just this despicable man totally hateable villain someone we have to think about more now like he's he's he wants to be good he's done a lot of noble things by the end of the show and so it's just like interesting it's probably one of my one of the best like villain turned good guy arcs maybe ever because it's just 
it's just so natural. And once again, it's not easy fix. It's, it's always, there's always a, a process to it. It's not just one thing or the other. So like, you know, if this was a movie, it would be totally unnatural, but because it's a show, because we have episodes and episodes and episodes to be with him, to be with Ben, to see how much he's learning, how much he kind of regresses back to his old ways is really interesting. And in that he does have a heart. He loves people. He loves children. Uh, he loved Alex. He just made a lot of terrible mistakes in his days and he's going to make up for those mistakes for the rest of his life. And he, and I, and you believe that he will. And, and his, just a relationship between him and Locke are so good. It's one of the best of the entire, one of the best uh, dynamics in the entire series. Um, and, you know, just to see him come into his own in a way I never expected that it was surprising to see him get to the way he was and it wasn't like stupid. It wasn't like, oh, you're good, mm -hmm. I, I guess. Or like, whatever. It's just remarkable. He's one of the best. Uh, yeah, he's just one of the best characters. It's, it's just, he's just so good. So Ben is my number three. Yeah, uh, Ben is also my number three. Um, ne never forced. Never, his, his arc is never forced on us. Um, and it is also never really completed either. Um, Michael Emerson has won two of my MVPs. Uh, same, the most. same here. Same here. Yeah, I think he's won the most. Um, his performance in this is absolutely amazing. Um, like you said, from Henry to the others leader to, oh, he's kind of one of us now. Um, he goes through three different character arcs. Uh, and I, I loved it. I loved it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was your three, you said? Yeah, three. All right. My number two. Who do you think it is? <laughs> oh, God. I think it's I think it's got to be got to be Sawyer. I feel like Locke's your number one. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah. All right. My number two. Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Sawyer is such a good character. He might be the most consistent. He's just endlessly entertaining to watch, but also endlessly sympathetic and heartbreaking. Even though he's done some heinous, terrible things, you never completely hate him or you never, even though you, you in a lot of ways you should, <laughs> you know, like you should hate this guy, but you don't because he's not just one thing. He's not one note. He's a He's the Han Solo of Lost. You know, he's a lovable jerk. He's a lovable anti-hero who becomes a hero by the end of the show. He's a leader. He's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's going to stand by his people because he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's for the people. He's, he's, a, he's the gray area. He's not the other extreme or the other. He's the, he's the gray area. He's a, a real person. He, he, you know, he has complex emotions you love him, you hate him, you, you don't know what where to decide on him until the very end. It's just so endlessly entertaining and, and he has so many heartbreaking moments, so many funny moments. He has some of the funniest moments in the whole show. He's all of these things, which is why he's such a good character and which is why he's one of my favorite characters, not only of Lost, but, uh, uh, but in TV. He's just, he's just the best. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, my number two is... John Locke. Uh, John Locke is just, I, I, there, there are so many things that I could say about Terry O'Quinn's performance, 
Um, but amazing. It's just crazy good. Um, especially how he plays at the end, he ends up playing like two characters. Um, yeah. which, and believably too, like absolutely believably. Um, and yeah, he almost gets my number one, but he comes up short because of other reasons that I'll explain. Um, but yeah, I think the only actor to win an Emmy too. Uh, Michael Emerson won for season five. Michael Emerson won. That's right. Um, the first, I should say then, uh, yeah. to win an Emmy for the show. Um, and I think in season three, he does his best work though. I think season three is peak lock. Um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that smile, that smile, that smile, oh, that smile <laughs> it gets me every time. Oh, you got to stop <laughs> oh, with that stop. smile. Uh. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, Terry O'Quinn, the second best performance of Lost, for sure. Amazing. So obviously my number one is John Locke. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been gushing about this character since the beginning. He's one of the greatest characters of TV. He's just so endlessly heartbreaking and so but also so endlessly sympathetic and you root for him even when he's doing questionable things he's you know he he you know that he's making mistakes and just like Sawyer you you still want to root for him you still want him to be better than he is and for in the season five you think no he's not going to be better and he's going to die not changing and in a lot of ways, that is the case. But then, you know, in Purgatory, you know, he learns a thing or two about togetherness and about, you know, Jack helping him out and stuff like that. So it's such a well-rounded, surprising character journey, if, if not an arc, a journey for him. Uh, because in a lot of ways, he is who he is. And that's what we just kind of have to think about, you know, which is, I think, even more interesting than a character arc or than a this or that I in a lot of ways I think he he does have an arc in a lot of ways but I think it's it's less pronounced and it's less obvious than uh than someone like Jack or Sawyer mm -hmm. um John Locke he has the best episodes just without a doubt he has the best stories the best moments I mean like even with characters you love you you're like okay well that episode like for the most part besides maybe like maybe one uh, that is like, okay, further instructions, season three. Besides that episode, which is still a fine episode by itself, like it's okay, it's just not great. But besides that, like every episode is one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just like so good. And and yeah, he's just like instantly iconic. Ever since he smiled with that orange in his mouth, he, he you, you were just like, who is this guy? What is he about? Mm -hmm. And the whole series, you're like, who is this guy? Why is he walking? You know, he's just an, like, he's, his whole character starts out with a bang because it's like, oh, he used to be in a wheelchair. What the hell? Like, who is this guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Like, I can never tell. And you, and all you're left with is like, okay, I understand who he is. I understand that he's tragically, you know, he he's going to tragically believe in people maybe too much, you know, and, and but you also, it's also so inspiring, like, yeah. You want to be optimistic. You want to be this person of good. You know, you want to be people who believe, this person who believes in good, who wants to believe in people, in faith. You want to take that leap of faith with Locke. Even if it's the wrong choice, you want to do it anyway, which is, I think, the, the biggest success 
uh, I think, for for the character of John Locke. And uh, Terry O'Quinn absolutely brings it, bringing a lot of shades to the performance. It's not just one thing. He's not just, oh, I'm happy. I love everything. <laughs> but he's also not like, woe is me. I'm, I'm so, you know, I, I'm, I'm pitiful. You know, it's, it's everything. Locke is us. We are Locke. I love Locke. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I knew that your number one was going to be, uh, yeah. was going to be Locke. Yep. Um, and I know who your number one, your number one's going to be. Charlotte. <laughs> Wait. Huh? It's Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. No, uh, my number one. <clears throat> Sawyer. <laughs> Dude, Josh Holloway brings it. Uh, and I think to sum up what uh, to sum up what Sawyer's about and his whole performance um, is that scene with uh, Jack and Sawyer season five um, and Sawyer's trying to stop Jack from blowing up the whole place and he goes like I, I, I don't talk fate or destiny or whatever like I talk here and now or something like that and I think that that's he was very his character was very important um for Jack's character and for Locke's character um and I feel like if they listened to him a little more then they would have kind of got brought back down to to earth a little bit um and I feel like he's the perfect leader um and also like his one-liners and his nicknames are (laughs) <laughs> the funniest things I've heard on network television. Uh, and also he has heart to him, you know, like he, he loves so hard, you know? And I, I, I think Josh Holloway's performance is really beautiful. Uh, so he is my number one. Beautiful man. Beautiful he, words. He is the MVP of the entire show for me. And for me, it's John Locke. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, Thank you for sharing, Hunter, uh, your your top five characters. Um, and now we're going to get into the top 10 episodes of the whole series, <laughs> which is going to be a monster because there's so many good episodes. But I picked 10. I don't know. Yeah. You, I'm, I believe you have as well. Yeah. Um, I, I did my best with choosing. and Yeah, yeah. I, like I didn't go back and rewatch them or anything. No, I didn't rewatch them. It's not going to be yeah. like this super detail, like definitively these are the best episodes. It's like yeah, through my journey watching the series, these ten episodes stood out to me the most. And I think some some, uh, yeah. Let's just get into it. Uh, so, uh, Hunter, yeah. what is your number ten? Uh, the beginning of the end, the season five finale. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I just love that episode, and I like Juliet and Sawyer that just like, uh, don't you like, don't you leave me or whatever. That's just a great lost moment. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my number. The, begin- the beginning of the end is season four, right? Oh, is that this? Okay. I think I have, are you sure? Yes. Yeah, beginning of the end is the Hurley episode in the, the beginning of season four, right? Let me see. Cause the incident is the episode where Juliet oh, dies. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. That's that's on here. But yeah, the beginning and the end, the season four finale. All right, we we got a we got a false alarm, everyone. <laughs> false alarm. 
It's a uh, wait, wait, wait. We're we're pulling an Oscars uh, 2016 or yeah, 20, right. uh, what was it? 2017, 2017. The, yeah, it was. Oh, a, we pulled uh, it. We pulled an Oscars. We pulled an Oscars. Uh, uh, guys, it's actually actually it's the incident, guys. It's the incident. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No. Uh, yeah. Number ten, the beginning of the end. Um, the uh, season four, episode one. Oh, okay, so it is that episode. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> Um, and now I don't remember why I chose that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh no, guys! It's moonlight. But, uh, it's moonlight. It's moonlight. It's moonlight, guys. No, I'll just you know I'll just I'll just end it there. <laughs> that's but that that's 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 my number ten. I'll just end it there. <laughs> okay, so the beginning the beginning of the end. Um, yes. Okay, so number ten for me, Le Fleur, uh, Sawyer's uh, episode in season five. I, I think a very definitive ending for him, even though it's not his end. I think it just perfectly shows like, you know, he's a good guy now. He's a good man. He's a leader. And, and the relationship with him and Juliet uh, sold me so much that we only needed one episode and the rest of the series kind of, you know, uh, you know, uh, shows you how important that relationship is, especially by the very end of the show, by the whole, the whole series. And you buy it because of that, because of this episode because you, you love Julia and Sawyer and how surprising, but also very touching and very logical it is. It's like, of course, these two should be perfect together. It's like, oh, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's just beautiful. It's a warm blanket of an episode. So that's my number 10. Love that. Love that. Number uh, nine, my sir. Number, my number nine, expose. Ooh. I, I really liked, I, again, I told you this before. I really liked the Lost Standalone episodes. Um, and I, that girl that's in it is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, she's hot, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I, I, I found it really interesting that they're trying to solve like a, a, a mystery, and then like Sawyer ends up being like a detective. I thought that was really interesting. Um, but yeah, expose. It's just a fun like murder mystery almost. Yeah, and they're the ones being murdered by the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that ending is so crazy. It's great. Uh, but yeah, one of my favorite like, lost endings, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite, like, what an unexpected, especially for ABC. Yeah. Like, it's crazy dark. Yeah, um, it's, it's brilliant. All right, so yeah, that's my number nine, Do Not Harm, season one. This is a Jack episode where Boone dies. So this is, I think, my favorite Jack episode. Um, where he, I think this is the first time we get to question what Jack is doing how, or who Jack is because giving up, not giving up to such a degree is extremely unhealthy. And what Jack has to learn for the first time in this episode is he has to let go. And I think no other Jack episode makes that as surprising as important uh, than in this episode and, and not no other episode has been maybe as moving as this episode. It's just so, mm -hmm. it's just constantly great. And it's constantly emotional, life and death. You know, the birth of Aaron. I can't believe it's been so long since we said Aaron or the birth of Aaron as a baby. Yeah, I know. But, you know, and, and the death of Boone, a character that isn't, isn't the series, isn't the, the greatest character or anything, but I think his death really defines something in Jack and something in a, a bunch of characters, Locke, everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Locke isn't even in this one, and his presence is felt. Um, you know, it's just a 
yeah, it's just great. It's, a, it's, it's so emotionally moving. It has some of the best moments of the entire show. Uh, great episode. Great episode. So that's my number nine. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, although Boone wasn't in it for very long, like he recurring character still though. Yeah. Like he comes up in a lot of different places, which I like to see. That's true. Uh, my number eight, greatest hits, Charlie episode. Um, Although not the episode that Charlie dies in, um, it's a great send-off for him and a really great redemption uh, for him because earlier in the show, he's just wacky and weird, you know, but, but season three, I feel like season three is just a send-off for Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this episode is great and it's just him writing down like his greatest hits of his life. And I think that's a really cool idea. Um, really heartwarming yeah great uh my number eight the end the last episode of the series is a wonderful send-off uh has some of the greatest moments of the whole show uh endlessly emotional endlessly cathartic endlessly satisfying i've already said enough about it but i just i just love it i think it's a great ending nice yeah so, yeah uh so what is your number eight uh number seven Number seven. Yes. Uh, Live Together, Die Alone. Uh, the season two finale. Desmond episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, specifically, I, I think I picked these, like, knowing, like, my favorite lost moments. Maybe not, like, the full episode, but lost moments, I feel like. And, it, really and it can be just, just a moment, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be, like you know what i mean like if you some of your greatest moments are on an, in an episode it's going to be your, your favorite episode you exactly. know what i mean like it's it, yeah that's um, totally fine yeah specifically when uh michael uh kills anna lucia and libby i think that's like a like a i don't know i i can't think of the word but like a really important moment um in that yeah in but the, i don't that doesn't happen in that episode but yes that is a very important moment yeah um and I, I just really like the ending uh, of uh, season two. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Uh, and that, yeah, the first time we, we, we meet Penny, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, with, wait, is it? No. No. Is it? No. No. <laughs> okay. But, but no, it's, yeah, it's we, one of the first times that we focus on their relationship. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're. You're it right. Is. You're right. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I. I was thinking about like, the the season three finale. No. 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 Um, where um, we, yeah. Yeah. But yes. You're right. Great. Uh, my number seven: the life and death of Jeremy Bentham. It's a great, great lock episode that further challenges who he is and should we be him and and you know and his his very tragic end is is still hurts my heart because in life he, mm -hmm. he died a sucker and it's really 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 sad um but we still love Locke anyway um it's just something to think about and i think i'm gonna still be thinking about that and how i should not be Locke and how i should you know trust people but i shouldn't be so gullible like he is mm -hmm. so I, I it's something to think about and i love that the episode made me think about that um yeah Num uh, your number six, sir. Yeah, uh, pilot. Pilot. Where okay. It all, where it all started. 
just a wonderful episode of like craziness. I feel like planes going down. I don't know. We just meet everybody and it's just a great, like it was very hard not to put it in the top five and not in the top three too, just cause it, it it's a perfect start to the show. Um, yeah, just a perfect yeah. start. Amazing. Um, my number six, the man from Tallahassee. Um, another lock episode, a great one uh, where it's pretty much the ending of, uh, you know, the arc about his relationship with his father. And I think it ends very tragically, but also in, in some ways, um, it, it's, it's also very sympathetic towards Locke and how he wants to stop his father from doing another bad thing. You know, he never wants him to hurt anyone ever again. And it's just such a sad thing that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't end up well for Locke. Um, but, uh, you know, being in a wheelchair and everything mm. afterwards, but just him trying to stop that from happening to stop his father is just really noble. And so it's like a tragic episode and, and the stuff on, on the Island is tragic because he's so tragically, I see, keep saying tragic, but it's true. I know. <laughs> uh, but you know, he blows up the submarine. He kind of sabotages himself time and time again. And it's just really weary to see in a good way. It's just mm. like, oh, Locke, you just will never learn. Huh? And, and Ben thanks him for that, which, which mm. just, which goes to show just like, Hey, maybe you should, stop doing what you're doing all the time lock <laughs> uh, so it's so it, it shows him at his most sympathetic and also at his some of his most darkest moments in the entire series so yeah man from tallahassee nice um my number five is uh trisha tanaka is dead Ooh. um a nice the boys the boys getting together and they're gonna fix the car, okay? Okay. Uh, just a okay. just a great feel good episode. And I I found that it means so much. Like Hurley has so many moments with that car, too, during uh, the whole show. Yeah. And that this episode I feel like means so much as time goes on. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. And specifically, like when they go back, uh, in time, and then I don't know, just that car is there. You know, I just yeah. think that it's very cool. Um, we love the car. We love the car. We love the car. Uh, and a great Hurley episode. Amazing. Yeah. My number five. Five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. Uh, the Brig. Uh, a great episode. Uh, that's, once again, it's so brilliant how it's secretly a Sawyer episode. It's it's probably Sawyer at its darkest, but most relatable killing cooper the the og sawyer where we we totally 100 percent understand why he's killing this guy but it's also like oh, but don't kill him it's not going to make you feel any better you think it's going to be cathartic now sawyer but no it's going to ruin you inside and it does and he has to do something noble to get to to get better to be a good man you know what i mean that's not that's not the moment where he's like i'm a good man now it's like nope it's gonna blacken your soul a little more and so like you get it yeah. you get why he's killing him but it's also like so sad um but it's also such a satisfying crossover moment where it's like oh cooper was oh was the sawyer his sawyer mm-hmm. uh sawyer sawyer um so <laughs> so it's just like it's like wow we've been leading up to this and i didn't even know it and it's just like brilliant 
storytelling. And Locke is also very sympathetic, but also maybe his darkest yet by totally being a con man here and totally just like using Sawyer, which is sad to see. But also mm -hmm. him not choosing not to kill his own father is also very sympathetic, even though he's very torn about it because he's like, well, I, I hate him, but I don't want to kill him. But look at these others. Like, they're so sad because I didn't do it. But I know in my heart I shouldn't do it. So what am I going to do? You know, so it's just an interesting... I'm going to get somebody else to do it. Yeah, exactly. So it's an interesting dilemma, and it, it's just dark. It, it's not... None of these characters are doing good things. Uh, so yeah, the Brig is my number five. Like like the man in black. I'm not going to kill Jacob. You are, Ben. You are, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, my number four, the variable. Uh, Daniel Faraday... Uh, just, uh, just, to, uh, like, I remember writing down in my notes, uh, when I originally saw it, just mind fuck, just such a mind fuck of an episode, um, with time travel and just Daniel Faraday trying to explain it to everybody and like, just, I don't know. And then specifically the scene, um, with him and, uh, younger Charlotte, I thought that was a really powerful uh, scene. And then one of the s darkest deaths in lost history yeah. of Daniel Faraday getting killed by his mom. And when <laughs> Faraday looks up at his mom and he goes, you knew, you knew, and you still sent me. I'm your son. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you're terrible mom. Oh, <laughs> bad, bad mom alert. Bad mommy. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Just a, a great performance by Daniel Faraday uh, in, in that episode. Just really, really cool. The A really cool, losty episode. <laughs> losty. <laughs> I love it. It's so losty. Great. Uh, we're up to my number four, Outlaws. So we're up, we're, we're down to the big boys. Outlaws in season one was one of the, the best, the best Sawyer episode of the whole series. It's just so... It's it's just like we we learn so much about him and we learn we learn he you know he he's a, he's made some very bad choices in his life, but I think this is the turning point where he's like, hey, I'm gonna try to be a good person. I'm I'm not gonna kill this boar. I'm not gonna seek revenge. It's just a boar, you know. It's 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 like you know it's just like the beginning of such a beautiful journey for him. And I think it, it, this is one of the most perfect episodes of the show because it's just like literally every moment I was just like, yes, yes, yes. You know, his scenes with Kate, amazing. You know, that lock mm -hmm. monologue about the dead dog or whatever. So good. You know, the, uh, and, and, and his meeting, when he meets up with Jack's dad, it's just like, it's just like super important moments that stick out in my head more than a lot of episodes do because it's just like moment after moment is just like A plus scenes, like, you know, back and forth and back and forth. Sawyer kills an innocent man and, and it's just like so dark and haunting, but you never, you never completely go against him because you understand how he got there and how he's going to try to make things better now. And, and, and the ending, him not... At, at least in that episode, not telling Jack what he knows about his father at first. It's like, okay, mm. there's, there's more to come. And so it, it also ends in an, like an interesting, like, okay, there's more for Sawyer. This isn't the end for Sawyer. It's really, you know, it's, 
it's it's very symbolic in that way it's like yeah this is just the beginning sawyer great character so yeah great episode yeah number number four outlaws yeah that's a that's a great episode uh my number three is also a sawyer episode the long con hey uh, i love it i i when i first talked about it i referred to it as like a as a lost western type episode um sawyer's got the guns baby uh just a great sawyer episode just being i don't know i feel like in all of i mean this is gonna sound funny but it's just sawyer being sawyer yeah and kind of really coming into that role uh but also tragic like, tragically reverting back in a lot of ways mm-hmm. with with the 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 son incident how he gets charlie to to do that um and charlie charlie being weird <laughs> uh but yeah just a, a great sawyer episode uh how he's not he ain't following nobody uh yeah that's my number three amazing uh my number three walkabout one of the greatest television episodes of all time uh a, a perfect beginning to Locke's journey what Outlaws did for Sawyer, this one does for Locke right at the very start of the season. It's it's uh, it's just one of those iconic moments where like, where were you when you when you saw the twist that that Locke was in a wheelchair the whole time? It's just like one of the best twists of all time. Um, it's it's uh, it's uh, he's entirely sympathetic, and it's at for, and in this episode because we're just starting to show out you know, we see him on the island. He's this badass. you know, he has knives. He's like, Hey, follow me. I know what's going on. I know everything. I know all the answers. I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm this perfect guy that you need to follow. Then you look at his flashbacks <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's just like far from that guy. And it's just like, yeah. so intriguing, just like how different he is off the island. It's just like, that's, that's when the flashbacks worked brilliantly. And that's like maybe the per- most perfect use of the flashbacks, maybe in the entire show. It's just like brilliant. It's like, of course, of course, like that's what you got to do in this episode. You got to show that, no, he's not that guy. He wants to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you can totally get why he loves being on this island. It's a miracle for him. And so you totally side with him. You totally understand him because you see everything through his eyes. And, and, and once again, the ending is brilliant, shocking, uh, emotional. It's just, it's just a perfect episode. Yeah. So that's my number three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number two, getting down on the nitty gritty now, folks, uh, is the constant uh, hey. A great Desmond episode where he's going through time, kind of, and it's just a, he's going crazy, and specifically <laughs> the end where he talks to Penny, uh, and that Penny like didn't forget or didn't, you know what I mean? The yeah. the number, right? Yeah, um, she didn't. And she a, didn't give up on him. Yes, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, and yeah, and just that episode is 
so cool. And I feel like the editing is really remarkable in that, uh, in that episode too. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like Desmond, for instance, like will go down to on his knee to pick something up in one period of time and then like come back up in the other one. I, th- I, I don't know. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, that's my, that's my number two. Awesome. The constant. And I want to preface this. The, the, these aren't like objectively my favorite episodes or, or I, I should say objectively the best episodes. These are my favorites. So, you yes. know, uh, just, just to preface, um, because if there's like a perfect episode, it's probably walkabout, but I got these two other episodes that I, I prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Deus Ex Machina. Uh, Locke, um, probably one of the best Locke uh, episodes of the entire series, if not, it's, if not the greatest. Um, it, it just challenges Locke in a way that I've, I always, I've always loved to see throughout the whole show, but this is like the ultimate, like, is Locke right? Is Locke mm-hmm. a bad guy? And I think this is like the perfect episode to like challenge Locke to be like, yeah, you're on this island now, but you're still yourself. You're still this guy who wants to follow something. You know what I mean? You don't have your own intuition. You don't have your own confidence. So you follow something else. You follow your father in hopes that he'll love you. You follow the island in hopes that the island will love you. It's just so tragic, but relatable to and it and it and the the subplot is one of my favorites of the entire show where you know jack and sawyer are just like they're just helping each other out you know uh, he needs glasses sawyer so you know jack jack helps him out and in a very touching way because you need that lightness in such a dark episode so i think it's like if there's a perfect episode in the series for me that's maybe the most perfect because mm. because not only do we balance that we also see why Locke could easily turn into a bad guy. Uh, yeah. He could, but you you can also see why why the cycle keeps going. You know, like with his father and now the island. It's just like, yeah, maybe we should never trust Locke because maybe his decisions are purely based on blind hope. What's hope, really? You know, <laughs> there's hope, there's real hope, and then there's blind hope. There's blind hope yeah. where there's like, you're just totally going in without any kind of like any read on anyone or, or, or thinking about, you're not thinking about anyone but yourself. That's a blind hope. That's not hope that we should have in life, in the world in general. Hope is a great, great thing. And I think Locke has that hope in a lot of ways, but when blind hope starts to creep into him, that's his downfall every single time, the whole series, the whole series that has been his downfall. So I think we we finally get to see that and say, hey, maybe Locke's not right all the time. And it's just like, and it ends on such a beautiful, maybe the best ending of the entire series where you think, yeah, maybe we shouldn't trust him at all. You know, his, his hope has always been wrong. And then we see that light and then we see that light shine and, and maybe it was worth it. Maybe, maybe Locke's right. Maybe there, maybe there's still enough noble things for him, you know, to, to still follow him that even though he's not perfect and he makes mistakes and he has that blind hope in him in the end, maybe he's still the perfect person to, to follow anyway, even, even if it all comes crashing down. And, uh, 
what else? Yeah. And it's actually really interesting to look back at the light because now we know that was Desmond shining that light uh, to Locke. And so mm -hmm. what does that mean? Now that w the whole series is over, it's like, okay, so Locke lifts people up. That's what mm -hmm. he does. He can't even, you know what I mean? He, even without him knowing it, and he has to die sometimes, you know, to get Jack to notice it, you know, to, to lift him up. He, that's his purpose. That was his purpose on the island. He wasn't the chosen one. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. His purpose was to help everyone else reach where they needed to go. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that this episode actually, even in hindsight, more than ever, I think, shows that. And I think it's yeah. such, such a beautiful moment. And so that's my number two episode. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because it was Desmond that shined the light, you know, and I, I always refer to his character as a light in the show. And he, at the end, brings everybody together. Yeah. Um, he did what yeah. he wanted to do all along. He brought everyone mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, really beautiful stuff. And then also you said something about uh, hope and blind hope. And it brings me back to the, I think it was the Rose and Bernard episode um, when they're talking and they're, uh, I forget which one of them says it. I think it's Locke. Uh, mo like most people don't know the difference between an errand and a fool's errand. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, that, it reminded me of that, what you said. Um, but yeah. That brings us to my number one. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that this is my number one because I started talking about it right away. Uh, the incident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was... <laughs> classic, Spoiler alert! <laughs> classic Hunter, I was the eager beaver. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a, a great episode to see uh, Jacob. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's our first time seeing Jacob too. Um, and he shows up in everybody's lives. Um, and then I got into that ending is one of my favorite lost moments of all time with uh, Sawyer and Juliet. And he's like, don't leave me. And I think that's such a powerful uh, moment. And it's, this is such, and honestly, I think this episode, it could have been the finale of the whole show and I would have been satisfied. It would have left me wanting more for sure, but I would have been satisfied if that was the ending. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that is my favorite. At least right now, yeah. at this point in time, that's my favorite episode of Lost. Fantastic choice, Hunter. That's a great episode with one of the best moments of the whole series. Also, one of the greatest twists with Locke being not Locke. Yep. Um, you know they they revealed that. You know, so there's just so many great moments after moment. And yeah, Juliet, Juliet's death. Well death she kind of lives but you know but they're you know her her goodbye to sawyer in that moment is one of the best moments of the entire series yeah absolutely uh, but it's not it is not my number one but but fantastic know. choice though um my number one who uh, can you guess can you guess oh right now oh man i don't i don't think i could to be completely honest i don't think i could right because uh, i because those last two could have been my number one i yeah dose ex machina could have been your, your your number one um you know uh, i don't know i don't know once again <laughs> once again my favorite not the best trisha tanaka is dead 
it's yep yep <laughs> yeah, yes. boy. it's uh the best hurley episode the most uh the most inspiring episode of lost i think and it's just like it's so funny it's so heartwarming it's everything i want in a lost episode it's not huge stakes it's just about them fixing a car driving a car it's about the characters it's about their interactions it's 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 so funny the nicknames sawyer gives everyone in this episode is just like on point mm -hmm. uh sawyer's so funny in this hurley's so funny and endearing in this and you understand why he's not going to make the same mistake again he's gonna he's gonna make his own luck in this episode by driving that car and and safely drive it away from uh from rock or whatever it's just such a great moment we see that he'd go another another way because of his dad. He leaves his dad behind, and you can tell his dad has grown so much. We don't see the growth, but when he comes back, you know he's he he loves his son and he wants to stay this time, and it's mm -hmm. just like really beautiful. And he's so funny too, like Cheech Marin, it, but all uh, funny, but also heartwarming and and heartbreaking. Um, yeah, and it has yeah just one of the best jokes in the show. It's probably the funniest lost episode, um, and it and it, it has some of the most poignant Hurley moments, uh, if not the most poignant of all time. So this is a uh, purely subjective number one for me. I, I, I love it because it's just fun, but it still makes me cry too. It's just like, and it ticks off just everything I want in an episode of television. So that yeah. is my number one episode. Heck yeah. Yeah, that episode's awesome. Yeah, underrated, also, as, is... underrated as fuck. Yeah, I know. Also, I think this is the only episode that's in both of our top tens. Oh my God, you're so. right. I think you're right. That's crazy. Because most of our, I think four out of our five top performances were the same. But yeah. our episodes were different. So I, li I, I like that. Well, Hunter, this has been a very long episode. So I think we're going to... Oh my gosh, yeah. We're going to start wrapping up. But this was this has been so fantastic and i want to thank you so much for <laughs> making me so happy in these times hunter doing this show i'm sorry i'm tearing up a little bit oh um, dude yeah the show is absolutely amazing and it's been and heck man we got another show to do yeah we got we got more <laughs> tv shows coming up this is not the end but no, uh but, but a it is the but end a of lost a, yeah this is the ending of lost uh, and thank you, everyone, for listening to us uh, rant and rave and, and praise this wonderful show. Uh, overall, I would give it probably like a 9 out of 10. It's one of the one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Not perfect, but it's when it's on, it's it's so, so good. And, I'm, and I want to thank you again so much for introducing me to this show because you were like, let's do Lost. And I was like, really? Lost? <laughs> really? And, the and, ending's terrible. <laughs> yeah, the ending's terrible. I don't know. But I, I'm glad I watched it all the way through because it was worth it. Yeah. And it was worth it talking about this show with you yeah dude same same absolutely same all right well this this uh, has been our show nyc actors talk lost thank you boom, boom. thank you so much for listening take care goodbye the end the end <laughs>